Let's welcome Eric Coleman, former NFL safety and current Sirius XM analyst, to 60 Minute Overtime to take a more in-depth look at the Falcons-Seahawks game. So, Eric, as, as a former Falcon, I'm sure you had a little extra interest in last night's game, no? Oh, yeah, I was very excited for the game. You know, I'm, I'm from Washington State, so most of my friends are, are Seahawks fans, and, you know, they don't really, they don't realize my alliance to the Falcons. You know, I played uh, three very good years above the organization. So, and Matt Ryan was my quarterback. So I put together a great win. It, it was definitely exciting. You can feel the image from even at home. <laughs> you were also a Detroit Lion and, and started with our hometown New York Jets. And that's how I always think of you. But uh, you were number 26 on the Falcons. And there's a guy, Trevin Coleman, who's the running back, the current running back, also 26. Same last name. Is that weird? It's very weird. You know, I, I, watch, I, you know, I watch him play. And, you know, he's, he's a little bit bigger than I was. You know, we both have similar builds. He's a little bigger, but um, it, it's very confusing sometimes. And, you know, every once in a while, my, you know, my wife will get confused or, you know, a fan will send me a picture of him and say that, it, you know, think that it's me or something like that. <laughs> so I'm sure he gets that a lot. But uh, he, he really does a phenomenal job of running the football, uh, getting north and south, and he really making a name for himself. Now, there's no relation, right? Not that I know of. You know, I... I I'm sure down the line we're probably related, but uh, but not that I know. Him. I don't know him personally. Okay, so let's get into it. So last night the Seahawks they score or they score early. The Falcons show no panic. What's the word on the sideline when something like this happens? If you're the Falcons, well, well you just have to keep your composure. You know, you you, you took their best shot. You know, you know that going into the week, uh, the offensive coordinator usually puts down a 15 play. Um, opening drive, you know, where, where you know they have they have the, the plays called. No matter what is going on, based on the scheme of your defense, based on the, your tendencies and what you've done, they create the the fifteen best plays for their offense. And um, you know, the Seahawks went down. I believe it was fourteen plays. Took eight minutes off the clock. Did a great job of, of driving down the field and scoring a touchdown. Um, Kyle Shanahan put together a great game plan as well. You know, because they went twelve plays. You know, with seven minutes right down the field. You know, Matt Ryan. Um, just really showed his composure. You know, they, they call him Matty Ice for a reason. You know, he has ice water in his veins, and he stays composed in pressure situations and, and really did a great job yesterday of distributing the ball to all of his playmakers and, and, and running his offense. Now you talked a little bit about the scheming and stuff. Uh, there was no panic, and it resulted in a nicely drawn-up touchdown throw to Julio Jones. Uh, it was beautiful, actually. So he had Richard Sherman's number all night long, basically, and how were the Falcons able to attack him so successfully, being the great player that he is well you know what people have to realize is the Seahawks play a lot of zone defense so although Richard Sherman may have been the guy mm -hmm. um, tackling Julio Jones he may not have been the, playing man-to-man -man coverage on him right. but um, but Shanahan did a good job of putting Julio in stacked stacked position meaning that there's a receiver right in front of him and uh, Julio Jones lined up behind the receiver so it didn't allow Richard Sherman to get his hands on him. Right. So, so that put him at an advantage right away. And, you know, I, I, th I thought it was a great game plan by Shanahan. Uh, Matt Ryan did a good job of finding him. Uh, I thought that touchdown that he caught was a penalty. But, you know, if yeah. they don't call it, then it's no penalty. The pick uh, play, and, and right? I thought it was ultimately a, a good good play call. Yeah, that, that pick play, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, there, there, uh, Muhammad Sanu was blocking yeah. the corner before the ball was even in the air. So, you know, that's offensive pass interference. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so much has been talked about Matt Ryan, his offense, but the Falcons had in the first half, I was watching, some major defensive stops. I mean, they held the Seahawks to a field goal. They sacked the quarterback for a safety. And what does that do at, to the psyche of an offense when that, something like that happens in quick succession? 
I mean, you know, to the defense, it just it just gives you a bunch of confidence. You know, the and you bounce and you play off one another on offense and defense. When you see your offense driving down the field with confidence, it gives you as a defense uh, that confidence that all we have to do is get the ball back to our offense. They're going to put up points. But you know, I think after that first drive. Atlanta's defense kind of calmed down. You know, they, they, they thought to themselves, you know, we're not going to give up any big plays. We're going to stop the run, and, and we're going to get off the field. And they did a great job. I thought Jonathan Babineau did a great job of, of getting penetration up the middle. Uh, the linebackers did a, a fairly good job in, in coverage. And the secondary was was lights out. The safety play was great uh, mm-hmm. by Atlanta. And it just just an overall team effort by the Falcons. Now, would you say that the turning point of the game would be when Wilson tripped for the safety? Yeah, that definitely took some of the wind out of Seattle's sails. Yeah. You know, I, I, I actually thought that when Devin Hester had the big punt return, yep. that got called back. You know, he returned it inside the 10-yard line, mm-hmm. and with the whole, you know, the Seahawks get the ball back inside their own 10. Mm-hmm. So that that was tough. You know, that kind of took the wind out of their sails. They had some momentum going. And in the playoffs, you have to make big plays on special teams. You have to get a turnover, something to, to change the flow of the game, especially against the offense as good as the Falcons. Right. Now, actually, that hold led to about five points, if you look at it, because it led to the, the safety, and then it led to the field goal on the on the kickoff after the safety. So that was a huge holding call. Yeah, and it was, and it was totally unnecessary as yeah. well. You know, it was at the beginning of the play. Yep. Uh, really unfortunate. Now, uh, running back Devontae Freeman led the Falcons in receiving, believe it or not. He had four receptions for 80 yards. Was the Seahawks defense caught unprepared for him in that capacity? Well, I don't think they were unprepared. You know, I just think that he creates such a, a, a tough matchup. And, and you have to remember, Earl Thomas isn't back there. You know, typically Earl Thomas is there, and he's, make, he's, getting, he's getting Freeman down, you know, for, for mm-hmm. a, probably a 12-yard gain instead of the explosive play that he got when he hit that angle route mm-hmm. when he was lined up against Cliff Averill. So I think Atlanta did a good job of taking advantage of the scheme. You know, they caught, they caught the Seahawks in his own blitz. Um, Cliff Averill was covering Devontae Freeman in the open field, and, you know, that's a mismatch. I'm sure they'll take every play. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, um, just because he's a local guy, what is Rutgers product Mohamed Sanu added to the, the uh, Falcons offense? Well, I mean, he, he's obviously big. He's strong. He does a great job of blocking in the run game, but he's a big target, you know, um, he makes it so to where Matt Ryan is able to balance the offense. You know, you, yes, of course, you're going to double team Julio Jones, but he, Mohamed Sanu can make you pay as well on the other side. So uh, he just gives the offense some more versatility, uh, some toughness, and just just a lot of attitude that he brings to to the, the offense. Now, thirty, the Falcons are averaging thirty three point eight points per game. They scored thirty six last night. How can anyone moving forward stop this? Uh, explosive offense. Well, I think the Seahawks had it right in, in the first drive. You know, they ran the football. Right. Uh, you know, you have to keep the ball out of their hands. You know, um, tr- try to limit the explosive plays that they make. Um, run the ball, keep it out of their hands, and, and try to control it that way. Uh, you're going to have to try. You're going to have to get a, a turnover, a big play on special teams to try to top Atlanta because I mean the way they're putting up points uh, is going to be whoever team has the ball last kind of situation if you're able to score on offense. So um, you're you going to have to find a way other than other than offense to put points on the board. Now, moving forward, we got to watch the games today, but moving forward, the Falcons will either get the Packers or the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Could you break down which would be a better matchup, like personnel-wise, for the Falcons? Oh, a better matchup for the Falcons? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I would have to say that I would have to say it would be the Packers. Yeah, you I know, agree. Uh, Matt Ryan's able to put up points. Yep. You know, with Aaron Rodgers, um, the Cowboys just just create a tough matchup for anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, with the size and strength of their offensive line running the football, I mean, they can do exactly what I just said to the Falcons. They right. can run the ball. They can methodically uh, make mm-hmm. drives and, and keep the ball out of Matt Ryan's hands, and, and, and that's the. The, the true way to stop him um, defensively. I think they have, you know, some good players in the secondary. Uh, I think Orlando Scandrick is, is playing good football in the slot and, you know, they, they created some tough matchups. So I think if you're the Falcons, you, you want to play the green Bay Packers, although Aaron Rodgers is hot. Uh, although, you know, in 2011, he did come through and scorch us when I, when I played in Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, in, in route to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, um, but but I think that it would give the Atlanta Falcons confidence because they'd be playing at home as well. That's a huge advantage for them. Of course, and and that's a huge. What is it like playing in that in that facility as a home field advantage? <laughs> oh, it was great. You know the Georgia Dome. You know in the playoff atmosphere, it gets it gets rowdy. Uh, you know the the crowd is is participating. They you know they do a great job of. Um, of really getting involved in the game and creating an advantage for the defense. And, you know, it's definitely an advantage when the offense, the team that you're playing, their offense can't communicate to each other and forces them to make hand signals and just get out of their comfort zone. It really helps. Right. Now, you know, a lot of it has been talked about. Um, I just thought of this question. Playoff time versus regular time. How does, like, the environment of the team change when it, they do enter what's considered playoff time? I mean, the intensity just really steps up. Um, you know, it, it's it's an even bigger jump from preseason to regular season. Uh, I mean, every play counts. Every single yard counts. So you're fighting for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone's watching. You know, it's – it's. I mean, I, I, I wish words couldn't describe the, the, the environment. You know, it's just so intense. You know, everything counts and – um, you, you know, if you lose, if you give up a big play, you, you lose that game, then you're going home. So it, it, it's definitely a tough situation. Now, leading up to it, too, practices are intensified, meetings, yeah. everybody's paying attention. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no need for pep talks when the playoffs come. Right. You know, our practice, you know, still isn't as intense, you know, because it's the end of the season. It's been such a long year. Right. But mentally, when you're preparing, you know, everyone's locked in. They're focused. They're, they're watching extra film. They're looking for tendencies. They're trying to get that edge to, to make that play that helps their team win in advance to the next round. Now, and final question here. In his sixth consecutive season with 4,000-plus yards, is Matt Ryan the NFL's MVP? I believe so. You know, you know, he put together a phenomenal year. I mean, during the regular season, he threw touchdowns to thirteen different receivers. Yeah, that's, you, know, you don't that's you cool. don't see you know yeah. quarterbacks doing that. You know, yeah. usually they lean on one or two guys. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's just done a fantastic job of of running that offense. He's been efficient with the football, not throwing any interceptions. And you know, I, I really think that he sealed his case as, as MVP last night. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He, he's he, actually I looked up I looked him up a little more information about him. We share the same birthday, so now I'm definitely rooting nice. for him. <laughs> All right. He's a great guy. He did, you know he does a lot of great things in the community. Very good person. You know, humble as they come, and, and just a really a great teammate. Yeah, I like him even more now. So uh, you know, Eric, where can people hear, see, find you, and, and contact you? And go ahead, shout out all your stuff. All right, well, I'll be on uh, I'll be on Sirius XM NFL Radio uh, this uh, Sunday from from noon to four Eastern Standard Time. Um, also, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at, at Eric Coleman. That's Eric with a K. Eric Coleman. Um, yeah, I'm on SNY. I cover the Jets. 
you know, during the, during the season and, and just trying to continue to grow as a broadcaster yeah, we'll, like yourself. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Jets at a, at a different time. That's going to be a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, we need a whole show for that Yeah, one. exactly. All right, Eric, I just uh, thank you for coming on. I know you're busy today, and, and I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure.